Parents, we are excited to share that Lingo Kids podcasts are now available on Story Button, the stylish audio player for kids, where they can listen to our podcasts and more without having to use a parent's phone or tablet. Connect the player to Wi-Fi and stream all of our newest episodes and listen to your other favorite kid podcasts. Use the code LINGOKIDS to save $10 off your purchase at storybutton.com. Visit their website to learn more. Hey there, welcome to Grown Up with Emily, a Lingo Kids podcast that helps kids discover how to be whatever they want to be. Have you ever heard of Tornado Alley? Hmm, I don't think so, Emily, but it sounds a lot like a carnival ride to me. <laughs> it kind of does, but if you really want to know what Tornado Alley is, come join us as we weather the wonderful world of meteorologists. All right, Emily, I looked up at the sky this morning and the sun is shining bright, so I packed up for our picnic in the park. I've got a blanket, some sandwiches, fruit cups for dessert, and even a frisbee in case we decide to... What was that? Uh Uh-oh. It sounds like it's going to rain, Winston. I'm not sure we'll be having our picnic today after all. No way. It didn't look like rain this morning. It was so sunny out. Uh, Well, it's definitely coming down out there now. Aw, man. I've been excited about this picnic for days. I even picked out the best picnic spot in the park underneath that big pine tree that always has the squirrels running up and down it. No, sorry, Winston. I was excited, too. I've been so busy that I forgot to check the meteorologist forecast. The who's it, what's it now? Oh, you've never heard of a meteorologist? Well, is, is that like a person who makes sure big scary meteors fall from the sky and slam into the earth? Oh, no, not exactly. But now that you mention it, the word meteorologist does come from a Greek word that means things in the air. Meteoron and logos, which means to study. Meteor Oh, so meteorologists study things in the air, like birds or planes or Superman? (laughs) Well, actually, Winston, meteorologists study the weather. It's their job to find clues that might tell them what the weather will be like days in advance, and then to tell the rest of us if it looks like it'll be sunny, rainy, windy, or if a storm's coming. They find clues. So meteorologists are kind of like a weather. Weather detectives. Yeah, that's a great way to put it. And even if you've never heard of the word meteorologist, I know that you've seen them. I have? Well, where would I have seen a meteorologist? I should be able to show you right now, Winston. Uh, could you hand me the remote control for the TV, please? Oh, here you go, Emily. Today's weather forecast has a last-minute cold front that's bringing in gusty winds and heavy rain for the remainder of the afternoon. Oh, the weather reporter on the news! I see her every morning when I'm eating my breakfast and having my cereal. She stands in front of a big map and waves a special wand to point out the rain, sun, or clouds. 
So you're saying she's a meteorologist. The weather reporters on the news are an example of one type of meteorologist. Yes, but there are so many. Some work in nature, studying the weather in different parts of the world, like the desert or the middle of the ocean. Hmm, but I wonder how they know what the weather will be like days from now, Emily. It's like they have powers that let them see into the future. <laughs> well, how do you guess what the weather will be like on any given day, Winston? Um, well, I might stick my head outside to see if it's cold and if I need to wear a jacket or I'll look up at the sky to see if it's sunny or cloudy or if it looks like it might rain. But I was obviously wrong today because it's raining now even though it was very sunny this morning. Oh, that's okay, Winston. I'll find us somewhere nice and sunny to have our picnic. Besides, the weather can be very complicated and it changes all the time. Even professional weather people aren't right 100% of the time, but they do the best they can to predict the weather with the help of special instruments and also by doing what you do. What I do? What do you mean, Emily? Well, when you look up in the sky and see clouds that are, say, gray and kind of heavy, you might think... That it's gonna rain! So I wear rain boots and take an umbrella with me that day! Exactamundo! You know that dark clouds usually mean rain, right? So you plan for that kind of weather. Meteorologists also look for familiar patterns in the sky using special instruments to try and guess what the weather will be like hours or days from now. Oh, I get it! So weather people look for patterns in the clouds and the wind to figure out what the weather is going to do next. Yep, and they've been doing this for centuries. But we didn't have TVs back then. At least I think we didn't. Or fancy weather equipment. That's true, but there were other ways to figure out the changing weather patterns. Oh yeah? Like what? You know, I had a friend whose parrot would go crazy every time it was about to rain. He'd be like, and then try to hide in the back of his cage. It's like the parrot was psychic or something. <laughs> yes, Winston. Back in the day, people could watch animals and insects to find warnings about changes in the weather. Animals are just more sensitive to changes in weather than humans. For example, birds flying low to look for shelter meant, watch out, a storm is approaching. Whoa, that's so cool. Animals are so smart. Yeah, they sure are. Another way that people learned about the weather hundreds of years ago was from the wisdom of elders in their communities. Huh? The elders? Mm-hmm. Grannies and grandpas who lived in the same place for a long time and took notes about the weather patterns. One of the first known grandpa weather watchers was an astronomer called Vaha. He lived in India over 2,500 years ago. Wow, Emily, this story goes way back. Yep. So Vaha's job as an astronomer was to study the stars. And since he was spending all the time looking up at the sky, he started noticing all the crazy cool patterns that the clouds were making. And he realized that by studying the clouds, he could work out what the weather was going to be like that week. Oh, wow. Stargazer and weather wizard. That's a pretty cool business card. And it's kind of like what meteorologists still do today. Look up in the sky for patterns. Well, scientists have developed lots of tools and equipment that help us better predict the weather. What kind of tools, Emily? Like telescopes that help us see the clouds a lot better? Actually, yes, but there are other devices that help us too. 
like thermometers and barometers. Well, I definitely know what thermometers are. They measure how hot or cold it is outside, right? That's right. And barometers measure air temperature. For example, in the winter, if a barometer rises, it usually means that there's going to be snow in the next few days. And if a barometer drops suddenly, it can be a sign that a tornado is on the way. A tornado? Yikes! Tornadoes sound so cool and scary at the same time. But the weather people don't have to go out into the tornado, do they? Well, not necessarily, but some meteorologists specialize in chasing tornadoes so that they can find out as much about them as possible. Chasing tornadoes? But they go so fast! That sounds absolutely crazy. Who would want to be so close to a tornado? Well, Winston, there's actually a very well-known, famous meteorologist who's one of the first tornado chasers ever. Want to hear about him? Uh, yeah. I have to know more about a person who thinks charging head first into a tornado is a good idea. <laughs> I know what you mean, but what he discovered ended up helping a lot of people. <clears throat> now picture this, Winston. A long time ago, back in 1953, a man named Ted Fujita moved from Japan to the United States, where he decided to study the weather smack dab in the middle of Tornado Alley. Tornado Alley? I don't know where or what that is, but I don't think I want to study there. Tornado Alley is a big strip of land in the middle of the United States, where most of the tornadoes we get occur. Yikes! Yeah, no thank you. Well, Ted wasn't your everyday meteorologist. He loved tornadoes. He was fascinated by them. And he wanted to understand them and unravel their secrets. And in doing so, he became one of the first ever tornado experts. Well, how'd he do that, Emily? He jumped in his car, and he chased every tornado he could find, and he wrote down every single detail about each one. Wasn't he afraid of getting too close to them? Well, I'm sure he was at times, Winston, but he was also on a mission to learn as much as he possibly could about them. So he'd drive as close as possible to take pictures and videos, and he ended up making some interesting discoveries. Like what, Emily? Like what? He saw that tornadoes weren't just one big twister. They actually had many little twisters inside them. He called it multiple vortex tornadoes. Ooh, multiple vortex tornadoes. Sounds like something out of a science fiction movie. So did Mr. Tornado make tornadoes less scary for people? Oh, yeah, I think so, Winston. Thanks to his curiosity and his hard work, we now know more about these spinning storms than ever before. I'm glad there's people like Ted out there, Emily, and all the other weather people who help to keep us safe. It'd be crazy being a weather person out in the wild. But I don't know. I'm kind of torn between working outside or in the comfort of a newsroom. Actually, Winston, I want to show you some of the tools that weather people use out in the field and nature. That sounds great. All right, let's do it. Okay, but you might want to grab a heavy coat. Oh, a good idea. Okay, Emily. But, uh, why? You'll soon find out. Hold on tight. Where are we? Oh, I should have warned you. Now would be a good time to put that coat on, Winston, because we are in Antarctica, the southernmost continent that's at the bottom of the world. Oh, no wonder they keep it down here. It's freezing. And all I can see is snow and ice for miles in every direction. 
So, uh, what are we, what are we doing here? <laughs> I want to show you another kind of job that meteorologists do. Oh yeah, what's that? F freeze until you turn into a human popsicle? <laughs> oh, here, zip up. You'll feel so much better. <sighs> Thanks, Emily. That's better. Hey, check it out. There's a tiny orange dot going up that hill. Wait, is that a person? Ooh, yeah, it looks like it, Winston. A meteorologist, I'd guess. Do you hear that? It sounds like that guy's fixing something on that tower. I bet you're right. There are no repair people way out here in the middle of nowhere, so it's the meteorologist's job to fix any sensors that get messed up by the extreme weather. Gotcha! Very cold! I mean, cool. <laughs> Another neat thing about meteorologists is that there are over 120 weather stations across the United States and hundreds more across the world to help meteorologists learn more about the climate. And because of climate change, the weather and the climates have been acting a lot more strangely in recent years. Oh, yeah. I've heard of climate change, I think. But what does that really mean? Climate change is when the Earth's temperature gets hotter because of too much pollution in the air. It can make the weather act funny and cause problems for people, animals, and nature. So meteorologists have been watching for those changes and learning how to keep the planet safe. Whoa, that's a big job. And where else do meteorologists work besides news and weather stations, Emily? Some work for the government or in research institutions. Some study the weather at universities or some work in research labs to create new tools and instruments. Well, I bet you've got to be super smart to try and outsmart the weather. <laughs> well, that's all the time we have on Grown Up Today. Oh, wow. I don't know about you, Emily, but I was blown away. <laughs> me too. Thanks for joining Winston, me, and the Wizards of the Weather. We hope you had fun. See you next time. Bye. You dream of becoming a dancer, a lion trainer, celebrity chauffeur. Winston, are you curious for more? You know it. Check out Lingo Kids, the number one learning app for kids. They have a ton of original games and videos and songs that are fun, educational, and can help boost your math, reading, and literacy skills. Download the Lingo Kids app and give it a try for free. Lingo Kids.